Hey friends, I hope you're all staying as safe and healthy and comfortable as possible, and that you're taking care of all the people and pets that are important to you. If you're in the United States and you're listening to this episode on the day of its release, happy Juneteenth. Happy Emancipation Day to all those who celebrate. For all the dads listening, I hope you had a great Father's Day weekend. My wife and I got together with my father and some family for lunch this past Sunday. The weather was rainy and cold on Saturday here in New England, but uh, thankfully Father's Day was clear and comfortable. And when I say comfortable, temperature-wise, I mean high 60s, low 70s. That's the way I prefer it. I'm not a fan of the heat. If it gets to be 77 degrees Fahrenheit outside or higher than 77, I would prefer to be indoors. I would say, in general, I'm indoorsy. I enjoy listening to music, scrolling through social media, or reading a novel. And speaking of novels, and anyone who has ever listened to this podcast before will know exactly where I'm going with this. Because... While there are no ads on People Are the Enemy, and there is no Patreon set up for it, I am the author of ten novels that are all available for purchase worldwide in both ebook and paperback formats via Amazon. And if you don't use Amazon, you can find and purchase all ten of my stories in ebook format at Google Play. Just search my last name, which is spelled M-A-S-C-O-L-A. That's how you'll find me on Google Play. If you've already purchased any or all of my books, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. Hello, people are the enemy listeners. The cops are after us. This is episode 285. Get in the car, buckle up. You're riding with me, okay? We gotta beat feet. Hit it. How you feeling? You're scared? Don't be scared. You're riding with me. We're gonna make it. They'll never catch us. We're gonna be free. Together. Ooh. <laughs> Sounds good to me. My goodness. Alright, let's get into some beats here. Drop that beat, will you? Where's that beat at? Where'd that beat go at? There it is. Hello, darling. Hi. You wanna get a little closer? My wife is here. It's good to see you. Thank you. Oh, you're leaning pretty close to me there. <laughs> like you were just gonna go in for a kiss or something. Maybe. Is my mic prowess turning you on? Oh! <laughs> she touched my hand. I think she likes me. Are you reading the karaoke lyrics? Yes. Please don't say that. Okay. This is uh, Reggie Watts. F.S. Stack. 
Yeah, but I was told to, to keep this PG. That's right, that's right. Well, it's the karaoke version, darling, so they're not hearing the actual lyrics, but I understand you're reading them off the screen. Mm -hmm. You look intrigued. No, I've, I've been hearing this all the time. You've been singing this that's why I'm. That's why I'm playing it. I, I love this song. Why? I think it's filthy and ridiculous. Is that why you like me? Ooh! <laughs> because you're filthy and ridiculous. Yeah. Cheeky! Well, you are beautiful. And you are funny. I don't know about ridiculous. Oop, I gotta stop it there, because then it gets, you know... Really bad. Yeah, because like the backup lyrics start up, and they do include those in the karaoke version. Gotcha. You know, for anybody who's, uh, who's doing it solo. Let me move this so you can get right up here, because I'm afraid that this is going to obscure your sound. Should I pull this toward you? Is that how we're going to do this? Yeah. Would you like some water? No, thank you. You saw me drinking out of... Uh, my water container, and I, uh, I know you frown at it often. Because of this. Because of the, the, this part. Yeah, it, it always looks dirty. It's not dirty, though. That, that's just, that's just, like, calcified. Yeah, I don't like it. It's like, you oh, know, thank you. Let's, I, let's I clean on. it very well. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. It's my wife up, is... It's not up to my standards. It's not up to snuff. My wife is very particular. She likes things a certain way. And there's nothing wrong with this. She's also a very sensitive person, so I'm going to tread lightly. Much like the spider on her leg about 25 minutes ago. <laughs> the spider. I think it was more scared than my wife was. Oh my goodness. No. We were sitting out on the screened-in porch. Enjoying the nice day. And what? then I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've seen a lot of spiders in this house, but this was the grossest one. Okay. How big was the spider? It was like as big as a cat. <laughs> it was huge. The spider. The spider was wasn't. It wasn't. It, could it have swallowed me whole. This spider wasn't even the gross. circumference of this thing wasn't even as big as my finger, like my pinky fingernail. That's not true. All right. I'm I'm over exaggerating. You're under exaggerating. You have your story and I have mine. We'll okay. see which one the police believe after right. they arrest you, us. You, you tell the After story. all, we're on the run from the cops here. Yeah, we did something horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we went out to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> no, we took someone's life. That's oh that's, dear. Oh, the spider's life. Dead. That's what it's about. Yeah. Oh dear. I try not to kill things. I know. We usually escort the spiders outside. Here's the thing. This one was just too terrible. If I didn't kill it. I'm hopeful that our dog would have, eventually, and she would have ate it, right? I don't, I don't know what she. She was right next to me. She saw it. She came over to me. Yeah. And she saw it. And she and said, she "I'm didn't not do interested." Anything. Yeah. She thought it was as gross as I did. Yeah. Maybe she enjoyed watching you freak out. Maybe. I wish I had a camera on you. I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it is adorable. You're scared of spiders. What are you afraid of? I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm afraid of any insects. I don't like ants. If like little tiny, you know what I don't like? And this happened. I saw these at the, uh, the pool once. Like the little tiny, I don't know what you'd call them. They're little red bugs and you can't even feel them when they're walking on you. Yeah. They're tiny. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. I've been, since it's so nice that I've been eating lunch outside at work and, um, and the, they're all over the picnic tables that oh, I sit at to eat that's lunch. That's horrifying. Yeah. They tend to seem to be, like, I, I don't know if I've ever seen them on a picnic table, but I've certainly seen them on, like, bricks. Mm -hmm. And I've certainly seen them on metal surface, surfaces. And services. 
<laughs> no, metal surfaces. Like the metal chairs that they have at the uh, the pool. Yeah. And I hate them because they creep me out most especially because when they're on your skin, I can't feel them. And this is a terrible story, but I'm going to tell it. Um, my grandmother, I think I told you this, yeah. she had a metal bread box yeah. that was infested with these things. And she would make me sandwiches. Sorry, folks, if you're eating, maybe stop. Maybe take a break. <laughs> or fast forward. Warning, warning. Yeah, whatever you do, don't stop listening. <laughs> God forbid, we need the listens. But listen, okay, but listen. I, my, my cousin Katie must have said listen to me seven times today. Listen. I love, I love that. I love it too. I don't know what that is, but I love it. Listen. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay. <laughs> and then she'd tell me something that was worth listening to. But I love that she said, listen. Anyway, uh, I was going to say, I was a little kid being raised by my grandmother who was hard of sight. I don't know if she was hard of hearing, but definitely hard of sight. Because these little red bugs were infesting her bread box and she'd make me sandwiches. And these damn bugs would be in the bread of the sandwich. It's so gross. It is gross. And I would tell, I would tell my, my grandmother, I'd say, Anna, there's bugs on the sandwich. And she'd look, and of course she was blind, so she couldn't see. And she'd say, there's no bugs. Eat the sandwich. And I would just close my eyes and I would eat the sandwich. And now you kiss me. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, is that the worst? That is really gross. Oh. But it's like that thing as a kid, you're like, eh, I guess the adult's correct in this situation. I can't believe you didn't just like, you know, pretend that you were eating it and then toss it. I would not have eaten it. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. I, I guess I was not. thinking like, oh, I guess my grandmother's right. Although I, I'm pretty sure I ate dirt as a kid. On purpose? Yeah. Why? Like, like dirt, dirt pies outside. Like would make dirt pies. And like, yeah, but those oh, are just supposed to be dirt. fun. You call them mud pies. Yeah. God made dirt. Dirt don't hurt. And you that ate that? A, yeah. I'd try it. How'd it taste? It was disgusting. That's that's gross. Did you yeah, give you did, did it once. give you intestinal problems? To this day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrecked. But it was well, you never stopped mistake. eating dirt. That was the problem. Someone probably told me not to eat it, and then I was like, "All right, I gotta eat it now." That's I didn't tell you about, I didn't tell you about, this is switching topics. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should play some little switching topics music. You want to hear some? Sure. You want to hear my, this is fun. I love playing this because uh, it's my switching topics music. Do you know what it is? I don't. Yeah, because you don't listen to my show. All right, yeah. here it is. Sorry. Whenever there's trouble, whenever oh, yeah, trouble, we're not the hunger. If you've got the crowd, we've got the time. One content yeah. for the Bloodhound Gang. I, I, similarly, the show in the show. I, the I've best. been, I, I said this on the show the first time I played it. I've been listening, I've been having that song that in my head every day for 40 mm -hmm. some odd years of my life, ever since I was like eight years old, mm -hmm. never forgetting it. And then I was scrolling on TikTok and I came across it. And now I like, it just like, that's, that's the part of the show. Yeah. It's good. Anyway, um, okay, so here's what I was going to tell you. I didn't tell you the story. And it's not a, not a big story, not a crazy story, but I did have it written down. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was walking Lola, right? That's our dog, for those who don't know. And I was in the new neighborhood, which is this nicer, nicer neighborhood adjacent to ours. And uh, this fella came by in a truck, and he was wearing an orange shirt. It was, you know, like kind of a, looked like an outdoorsy fellow, speaking of indoorsy, outdoorsy. And he said, he said, hey, there's a fox in the middle of the street. And I said, oh, yeah? And he said, yeah! And I walked up to his car, and I looked inside. 
<laughs> the truck. And uh, he had one of those pure protein drinks. Like the exact same ones that I have. You know yeah. what I mean? Those little cardboard box pure protein with a red cap. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I could start a conversation with this man about that pure protein. And he'd probably think I was an insane person. Or maybe not. But I said, oh, well, I, I'll keep a lookout for him. You know, you see them every now and again. He's like, yeah! Like, he couldn't believe it. And I would, uh, I would like to have told him all the other animals that I'd seen on my walks, but uh, I didn't. I, like I said, there wasn't much to the story that I'd had written <laughs> that down. Was, that was it. That was it. <laughs> I was like, I walked up to me, you know, and you know, came up to me in his truck, rolled down the window and told me about a fox, and I happened to look inside his truck. You were hoping I'd see something even more exciting, right? Like, what if I saw I a gun? I thought you were going like, to see, like, a dead body or something. I should have. I should have said that. There was a woman tied up in the back. Did I tell you about that? I, I didn't mention that. <laughs> uh, and you helped him bury her, and that's why and the I cops did. are after yeah, you. Yeah, that's why the cops are after me. Um, By the way, that opening song, I should I should give credit to the artist. <laughs> it's a terrible name. That was the song Suicide Cop by the band Suicide Cop from the album Suicide Cop. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that, by the way, that's a Dave Hill shout out because he would play the song Angel Witch by the band Angel Witch from the album Angel, Angel Witch. Witch. Yeah. Okay. Do you so, still say suicide? It's not okay to say it anymore, is it? I've heard people say like "unalive yourself." I think like killing yourself is is is, is a, a terrible thing to not, say. Not used. Is suicide and I. Suicide is, is still used. It's still used. People still say it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, but back back to the fox sighting. Do you remember seeing a fox leaving your dad's house? Yes. That was the most beautiful animal I think I've ever yes. seen in my entire life, and it looked peaceful. It was sunning itself, kind of like Loli does out in the backyard. It was just curled like up lifts, on curled up in the grass. Lifts her head up, and the sun's hitting her, and she just looks very serene and happy. And that's what I saw. Yeah. That's the only fox that I think I've seen. Yeah, I and thought about that fox when this gentleman mentioned the fox mm -hmm. that he'd seen in the middle of the street that he was excited about. They don't, I, they don't seem dangerous to me, but no. they probably wouldn't try and go up and pet it. It'd probably try to kill a cat, don't you think? Probably. You know, all these people have eggs. We have friends that have chickens, and they lose chickens, but they don't lose them. You know what, you know what Beth had said, our friend Beth? She talked about her chickens in the chicken coop. And she said she didn't lose... They, they had, like, what? How many to start? Did she say, like, 14? I think so. And they were down to 11. And somebody said, how did you... We're at this party. And somebody said, how did you lose the other three? She said... And it's not from foxes. She said they lost them from in-the-air predators. Meaning, like, hawks swooping down. And she said the hawks didn't even care about, like... Eating, eating them. Yeah, it was yeah, sport. they just wanted to kill them. It was just like, kill them and leave them. Leave yeah. the bodies. That's so odd, right? Yeah. Almost just like sport. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have some more water. Are you sure you don't want some from my... I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Okay. You ever see people drinking liquid death? Do you know what that is? In I that white can? I have no idea what that is. I'm watching the, the Bonnaroo, that uh, music festival that's taking place in Tennessee right now. And it, liquid death must be a sponsor. I've never had it, but it's like this white can with this black kind of gothic looking label. And I think it's just water. I think that they've, it's like a clever way to market, but I don't know if it's seltzer. I don't know anything about it. This is just water, by the way. This isn't liquid death. It would be strange to call water liquid death. It's a weird thing though, but it's a good way to get people to drink water who wouldn't otherwise drink it because it makes it sound dangerous and exciting. Mm -hmm. 
Are you sure you don't want a slug? I'm sure. You ever call it a slug? Nope. How about a swig? You ever call it a swig? No. No. Your mom never said, have a swig of water to take this take this down. No, she never said no. that. And she didn't talk like that. She either. didn't? No. <laughs> I have one impression for women and it's not good. No, it's terrible. Yeah. And it's not to say that I've got a, a horrible um, impression of women. It's to say that my uh, my me trying to impersonate a woman is not uh, not good, and I do this. <laughs> I tend to do the same impression for every woman. It's unfortunate, except maybe my mom. Yeah, you do have a, a just one. The, it's just your mother. Uh, I think it was Rachel. Our, well, I know it was our friend Rachel Hadaway, aka Rachel from Des Moines, said that when I was impersonating my mother, it sounded like Christine Baskets. Oh, <laughs> it's kind of true, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rest in peace, Louis Anderson. I was just thinking that we lost Louis. We lost a lot of comedians, like all in a cluster. They say like things happen in threes. We lost. Remember, we lost Louis Anderson. We lost Gilbert Gottfried, and then we lost Bob Saget. One, two, three. You remember? Boy, that's a bummer. Sorry, I always bring up death on the show. Mm. Last week I was talking about Tina Turner and uh, Andy Rourke from the Smiths. I shouldn't talk about death so much, should I? It's sad, right? But it's part of, it's life. Part of life. It's just something that happens. I remember, and speaking of past guests on this show, was I even speaking about past guests? No. When I invited Zach Walliner on this show and his puppet, uh, Wally Wackyman, he was like perusing my episodes and says, looks like you do a lot of eulogies. Because <laughs> each show description was like, Andy eulogizes and it would be somebody who passed. And I thought, and I, I didn't know what to say. Like, this is in me trying to convince Je Zach, I almost said Jack. Uh, I think it's Jack Black. Zach to come on the show. I said, uh, I said, well, you know, Zach, a lot of people have died <laughs> recently. I didn't know what else to say. I think it's sort of important to eulogize the dead, though, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's important. I feel like in some cases to, to overlook somebody who's passed, who's had a significant, who's made a significant impression on your life, either like through the media or through the music or through their acting. I think it's important to, I don't know. That's just me. What? You're looking at me. You're smiling. That's good. That means you're happy. Oh, you're patting me too. You're touching me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, like my love language is touching. Did you know that? I did, and mine is so not. <laughs> I'm trying. I know. I'm that. I'm that clingy guy. There was a TikTok with uh, my wife and I spent a lot of time on TikTok, and uh, <laughs> there was one where it was like, uh, my husband's love language is touching, and mine isn't, and it showed like the guy kind of like wrapping his arms <laughs> around her while she was trying to like do something in the kitchen, and that is really that is really us because I am that. Your your love language, I think, is acts of kindness, right? Isn't it? Or is yeah, it, I've told you. Or is you, it like, gift giving? You, you being nice. Yeah. To me or others is, is attractive. Is, is attractive to you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I love to hug, but it's just not my, it's not my go-to. It's not your go-to. I feel like, you know, if somebody goes out of their way to touch you, it means they like you, right? Mm -hmm. it, it does. And then uh, similarly in the, the other way. And I was talking about compliments. I never give compliments. I should. I tried to compliment our family today when we saw them. And then my cousin said, Andy, it's all right. And it's a girl cousin. said, it's okay to compliment somebody, but just make sure it's not 
uh, something up. Make sure, she said, to make sure it's something appropriate. <laughs> like, you wouldn't want to say, hey, you know, I know. You know, you know what you could say. You could say things about uh, somebody that they're... Do you want to make this an R-rated show? No, I don't. So like, we're going to keep can, it very PG. I make something up. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> she said, make sure it's appropriate. What did she say? She said, make sure it's sincere. That was the other thing. Exactly. And I, I think, think it's people good. can tell that when things are not sincere. Absolutely. Yeah. So I tried to be complimentary to our family today. I thought my aunt looked lovely. I said, you look lovely. She, she said, thank you. You look great, too. And I'm thinking, like, really? <laughs> it's nice of her to say, but I don't, know, I don't feel it, you know. I, I, I get that. You always compliment me, and I always like. I compliment you. I don't you. believe it. I'm not. I'm not I big on. I guess when when I guess when I say I'm not big on compliments, I mean complimenting strangers mm -hmm. or others. I feel comfortable doing it to you, and I feel comfortable doing it to our daughter. Most times, but I think a stranger is not. You know. I don't mind complimenting a stranger. You don't mind. No. It's nice to get compliments. Do you have a hard time receiving them? Your Absolutely. sister does. Absolutely, I do. You do too? For me, even? What What did I say when you told me? I you always so You always say, no, I don't. I don't feel beautiful. Is what you, oh, that's my, my impression. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? <laughs> I, I don't think I sound like that, but, <laughs> no, um, you but don't. that is what I say. You say, I don't feel beautiful. Yeah. But I feel like, all right, I said it regardless. She knows I'm sincere about it. I think that I look. As I feel. You know what I love and doing? I don't feel good. So this is when mean. When you tell me that, I just don't believe it. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there. That's all right. I kept going. I was going to say, I love complimenting people when I know it embarrasses them. It's almost cruel. Dude. Yeah. Isn't that awful? Yeah. Because, like, your sister cannot take a compliment. Which one? Carol. And when I compliment her, she gets real quiet and she looks down. <laughs> I'd be like, Carol, this is wonderful. This food you made, this is really good. All right, so I think I think with my looks, compliments about my looks, I can't accept. But food-wise, so I made um, some cookies that I hadn't made in a this very isn't, long time. This isn't, by the way, me bringing this out, and listeners, you can't see what I'm talking about here. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm sorry I cut you off again, but this isn't any way to try to say I'm ending the show. It's just to remind myself to, to throw this in. Go ahead, I'm sorry, you were making cookies? <laughs> Go ahead. Tell you us all. It. Tell us all about your cookies. You ruined it. I'm gonna have some more water. You ruined it. Go ahead. Tell me about it. What What were you gonna say? Well, I made some cookies that I hadn't made in a while. Um, one of the security guards at work is is moving to third shift, so we won't be able to see him anymore. So, him and I have been talking about cookies, and he was telling me his dislike for oatmeal raisin cookies. And I said, Well, have you ever had oatmeal butterscotch cookies? And he said, no. And I said, well, then I'll make you some before you leave. So he got his date for when he's moving over to third shift. So I made some and brought some for him and then some to share with everybody else. And everybody that tried them was like, oh, my gosh, these cookies are so good. And my first reaction was, I know. <laughs> Did you say that? Yes. And I said, I really should have been a baker. That's what I love to do. You do love to do it. And people appreciate it. Yeah. That's what that's how I like to show love that's your love language yeah is to to acts, bake what would that be called them. is that acts of kindness is five acts loving? of service acts of service maybe like that yeah. I, don't know. I don't know i never really thought to give it a title it's just 
it makes me happy to be able to create something and give it to someone else and it makes them happy. Yeah. So making people happy makes me happy. That's it's I was it's always been and I know I've said this before that it's enviable to me that of anybody and I even said this at this lunch that we were just at that like anybody that can do something creative and make somebody else happy through their doing it is that's impressive to me. And I said, I, I, I always wished I had that. And my, this is my own set. <laughs> Did you hear what she said? She I don't said, know if I was there. She said, well, you do. You, you make people laugh. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> I know. I said, lady, you've read like every book I've written. I'm really trying to do something there. <laughs> <laughs> they can be funny, I guess. But honestly, that, that, that's sort of like my thing, yeah. you know? But yeah, in all honesty, a lot of my motivation and my inspiration comes from watching you. Because my whole, our whole relationship, you've always done, made these wonderful dishes. Whether it's a baked dessert, or a wonderful meal, or, um, or a side, or something. But I've watched people, you know, go gaga over what you've made. You, you, you've, made you've made food that has been like payment for things for us. Like when our brother-in-law did our house, like when he did what? The countertops? Yeah. Didn't you pay him and in like, flooring. like coffee cake? I think I did. And then like when he used to... I mean, we bought the material, in... but the, the labor I think was paid for in coffee, coffee cake. When he came and, and used to plow our driveway, I would make him like a breakfast sandwich because it would usually be early morning. Yeah. So I'd make him a and breakfast And I'm sure it was the most beautiful right breakfast out. sandwich ever. It probably, probably was. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. That's all right. It's all right to be confident. It's all right to be, uh, you know, you know you're good at something. It's all right to say it, yeah. I think. Yeah. Don't you think so? Yeah. You got to be proud. Life's short. Be proud. Yeah. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of my creations in the kitchen. Yeah. I'm proud of them, too. I like that I can bring them in and say, like, hey, uh, my wife made these. They're excellent. And then people will try, oh my god, this is incredible. Who made this? Your wife made this? Or put something in the break room, and then people will introduce them. Hey, I'm Nick, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that lemon square was amazing. Thank you, Nick. Nice to meet you. My wife made that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's cool. So you've helped uh, helped me by way of your, your desserts. Mm -hmm. oh. Speaking of desserts, it's Father's Day. We are going to get ice cream tonight, and I'm excited about that. That's my dinner. Ice but cream I also, for dinner. But I also made something this morning. The first thing I did this morning, I got up, and I made something that I haven't <gasps> oh made in gosh, so yes. long. Oh my gosh, yes. And I had two, and that was like at 9 a.m. I made Happy Daddy Happy Daddy cookies. cookies. Yes. <laughs> do you want to do you want to tell the listeners what a Happy Daddy cookie is? A Happy Daddy cookie is kind of like... <laughs> it almost like, sounds like innuendo, right? It's a, a cookie that I, I, I made I fed him up. a Happy Daddy cookie, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's nothing illegal in them, or no, nothing no. that you would buy at a. Dispensary. That's right. It could it could be interpreted as something. Yeah, it yeah. could be as something as illicit, also. Yeah, no. But it's not. No, I'm not opposed to that. But it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what it is. Um, but I had a friend who who always enjoyed my baking, and um, I think in one sitting, I think she ate like seven cupcakes. I think that was her. Who's that? Maria. And she was. She ate she seven was, cupcakes in one yeah, sitting. Yeah, one sitting, and you know how tiny she yeah, is. Yeah, she's a very small woman. Yeah. Um, 
but she was telling me about these cookies that she once had, and I think they were called like cowboy cookies, and she was describing them as having oats and crushed up cornflakes and coconut. And so I was like, you know, I think I can try and make something like that. So I just did the usual base of a cupcake and then added crushed up cornflakes, oats, um, coconut, and peanut butter chips and baked them and Andy tried them and he like went nuts for them. Yes. He loved them. So yeah. I dubbed them Happy Daddy cookies. Yes. So I was like, oh, I made I, Andy really happy. I so. think I think <laughs> <laughs> And I was a father, yeah, by that point. I think I think I think it was like um yeah, it wasn't anything like mm-hmm. Hey Daddy <laughs> I don't call him that. I call him Andy. God damn it. No, I don't like No, that. I was a legit I was a legit father by that point, so yeah. it wasn't yeah, it wasn't anything yeah. like that. <laughs> Do you know do you know anybody that does that? Um, I've seen it on like TV shows and movies and I don't stuff. Think, and it's I don't know anybody. Cringy. I've never heard that in real life. Like somebody calling their their male uh, it's partner. Cringy. Like I'm watching. Daddy. I'm watching Jersey Shore with Alex for like the fiftieth time or something, and and Snooky meets this guy and he calls her daddy, and she uh, he no he calls her mommy sorry it's the other way but they're not she's grossed out she says to him she's like i'm a guidette you don't call me (laughs) so she doesn't return yeah she doesn't in turn call him okay the pet name yeah the other it's weird yeah that is weird it's weird anyway but yeah i was gonna say the first time i had these happy daddy cookies first of all like like i guess i'm particular too because like texture is so important to me i like a thin cookie but not like thin, like break in your hand thin. I like the cookie that like, you know, you put it in your mouth and you take a bite and it's chewy and it's sort of like, it's sort of, I can only describe it as it kind of, kind of meld, molds itself to the top of your mouth when you take a bite. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like the granola and I think the combination of the granola and the cornflakes and the coconut do that. And then all of a sudden you get this little hint of peanut butter with a peanut butter chip in there. Holy smokes. Oh my gosh. We we published that and that recipe, you, by the yeah. way. If if you like a thinner cookie, the trick is to make the dough and bake it immediately. If you like a thicker cookie, you chill it. You chill the dough. That's a that's a secret. If if anybody's interested in the recipe, do we have it? Um I ha I had it published in in a cookbook, but I I don't know where it went. And so I kind of just kind of winged it today i oh. couldn't find the recipe I, mean, I hadn't made it in so long but i i remembered all the ingredients all right if you're interested it's different than like the nestle toll house cookie base it's slightly it's less white sugar a little less butter. was that your stomach i didn't hear anything oh sorry go ahead um <laughs> no sorry i don't edit anything that's dated the show um yeah less flour it's it's a different it's a different base, but I remembered, I remembered everything. It tasted pretty good, right? It tasted pretty good. Tastes pretty good. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it was very Glad wonderful. Glad you like it because that's your it was wonderful Father's Day gift. Thank you so me. much. I and appreciate it. And some ice cream it. later from Hayward. I love the that. Best ice cream in New England. Is that true? That's true for me. All right. And that's all that matters. There you go. And she's particular. I am. If I want ice cream, I don't want to go to the grocery store and get ice cream. No. I want to go to Hayward's. What was the last place that we had ice cream? I feel like it was pretty good. Um. Oh, actually, okay. That's, it was up that north. Was, that was up in Lincoln. Utterly delicious. Oh, that place was good, Decorated too. Decorated like 
Like it's like a cow, a cow. thing. Yeah. And I did this for the first time ever. I never do this, but like you know how you like you can get and this is how the ice cream was served there. It's like it wasn't like small, medium, large. It was like one scoop, two scoop, or three scoop. I did like three different scoops. Normally I, I always forget to do that. I always just get like, oh, just give me three scoops of whatever. You know. But this time I was like, that looks good, and that looks good. Ooh, and that looks good too. And I wanted to try all three. We Three both tried flavors. the toasted coconut. That was good, was man. Really good. I like and toasted coconut. I had the salted cream. caramel. I love salted caramel. I love it too. I Where has salted salt caramel been? As it hasn't been like around for a long time, right? I don't know. I feel like I've only ever heard of it in like the last five years. I don't know. Is that because I'm not paying and, attention? Salt and sweet is so good. When I make my brownies, I always salt the bottom of the pan very lightly. So when you take that first bite of your brownie. You get a little bit of salt, and that just kind of just wakes up your taste buds, and then you taste my espresso brownie, and it's perfect. I love it. I love it, too. I love you. I love you. Thanks for doing the show with me today. Thank you. This I was a nice I love treat. everybody that's listening. Thanks, oh, that's guys. so sweet of you. And a, 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 and a special send of love to Marlene, because I'm sure she's listening. Oh, yeah. My I cousin told you, me today. We saw my cousins today, and she's uh, my cousin Katie said, I love your podcast, but my favorite episode is the one with Julie on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to say, like, I think it's been like like two and a half years before, but like since my wife has been on the show, I always invite her on, ladies and gentlemen. Please don't think I don't. I do. He does. And normally she says no thanks. And today she said let's do it. And I said great because I've got no Rachel this week. I've got some extra time, and I think this worked out. This but was so nice. Julie. I've got you, babe. Mm -hmm. Speaking of that, we did karaoke yesterday. And we sang karaoke to I Got You, Babe, way back. Way back. In the, but not yesterday. Pizza. Yesterday yeah. you did you did ABBA. You sang Super Trooper yeah. with your friend. And I sang two Smith songs with a uh, young woman. We sang Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now. <laughs> <laughs> At a graduation party. At a graduation party. party. <laughs> and uh, This Charming Man. That was a fun time. Good time. That was fun. And we should say uh, uh, congratulations to the grads, right? Grads yes. and dads. <laughs> Class of 2023. Class of 2023. I'm, I'm not worried about this generation at all. They seem to be, uh, they seem to have their stuff together and they have a uh, very good taste comparatively, at least the ones that we've been. And they know how to have fun. They do know how to f have yeah. fun. Yeah. They seem to have their stuff together. Yeah. Best of luck, grads. Anything else for the listeners before I read the sign off, my darling? Uh, read the sign-off. Okay. okay. This has been episode 285 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascoli. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank we you. love you. Thank you, Julie Mascola. Thank you. We love you. Peace. Peace.